why is this so hard? I guess that's, uh, wait, never mind. Okay, I didn't mean to make a pun or that joke. Uh, that kind of, I was just going to say that kind of came out honestly, and then just digging myself in deeper here. Okay, um, so why do I find it so difficult to sit alone in a room and just get out my thoughts? Um, I feel far more apprehensive and nervous about the idea of just recording something improvisationally and um, if I, you know, get through this, it'll be, you know, it's all going to be pretty from the heart. Uh, it's the sort of the reason of it doing this. Um, but I didn't feel this kind of fear and terror when I sat down to, you know, speak with Robert Evans or other, you know, guests that, you know, he's he's the biggest one I can think of who was just I know, you know, he's cold. Uh, Lulu frees that to a, a lesser degree. I had sort of a semi-professional relationship with her. Um, and, you know, in early episodes of the podcast, it's, you know, all, a lot of these musicians are, are folks that uh, I didn't know that well other than hanging out with them a couple of times at different shows. And some of them, you know, uh, more so than others. But the point is, what I've been rambling around is to sit down and just let some thoughts roll out that have been percolating for a while. Cause, um, I don't know the exact date on the last episode. I could, I guess I can look it up here while I'm talking. It's a good distraction. I don't have anyone on the board. It's just me. Um, but there've been a lot of thoughts percolating since December 11th. Uh, if not, you know, Earlier in that, uh, the simple fact is that the holidays gobbled up most of my free time that would normally have been devoted to this, which is a very fine sliver with the amount of um, freelance I do on the side on top of being a dad, on top of a full-time job, uh, and and then maintaining any, you know, if, if I do this, it eats up a lot of extracurriculars, and if I have holidays, then it gobbles up the time I have for this. So that is part of the reason why I haven't been able to get a show uh, you know, produced and put out. Um, the other is, this is where you know it gets a little maybe going into just chatting, being a bit intimate with a whoever's listening to this. And if you are listening to this, just know that um, I really appreciate every one of you. Um, I know, like, uh, looking at the numbers, I have a core listenership of, you know, 40 or so people who take in every episode over the course of a month or so, and then more trickle in and jump around. And uh, I'm learning this whole terrain of building an audience with something like this. But uh, I know there have been a core bunch of you there, and I always, you know, it's doesn't take me much to just imagine, man, if I had booked 47 shows over the course of, you know, uh, <clears throat> basically a year, and I got 40 people to turn out for every one of those shows, I would be very, very proud of that fact. And uh, I'm very proud to have 
taking up every every one of your time, and I hope I've been uh, worth the uh, the time you give up. I know, man, it's <clears throat> the podcast economy is insane. There are shows that I, I never want to miss an episode of, and then I constantly hear about new shows I'm going to listen to. And um, anyway, getting circling back to why I haven't done an episode, uh, it really is. I, the working title for this episode, which I see no reason to change, is an, an existential podcast. Because the state of the world as it was with the year closing out, mostly as I looked at uh, the accelerating climate change, uh, was rattling me to a, po- a, a certain point. And then, you know not three days into this new year and we've struck an aggressive blow against us. We murdered the general, a general of a sovereign nation, um, which is a a bit of an escalation in terms of the war on terror, which were normally non-state actors. And I, I I don't know if this, if this ever is an overtly political podcast. I think it's baked into just, you know, if you, who I'm speaking to and, when it does stray into politics, I, I don't shy away from it as a, as a subject matter. Um, but I don't really, I haven't, with the exception of some historical stuff with Occupy Wall Street and uh, friends of mine, a friend of mine who worked on the Bernie Sanders campaign, it hasn't been too overtly political, but um, politics is something that consumes my mind quite a bit and has for a long time. I used to be like, oh, I need to let go of this, and I just like it's it's who I am. I can't stop watching it. But I've, you know, and I, I've contributed what time I I have here or there to it, as I and I always struggle with looking at like, well, what's most e- effective and um, having my heart broken, throwing in you know my time with a lot of different causes and candidates over the years, and I honestly, you know was on the fence with Bernie for a long time this time around had nothing to do with him. I was just like on the fence about how much time I was going to give to him. Like if he, obviously if he was, became the nominee um, or, you know, came through Ohio and I could vote for him. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. But I'm, I'm so burned out from the activism I I, I did in 2016 and top of a million other things and wanting to keep this going. And, and then that's where it gets around to like, why I didn't put this out too? Because I'm just like, is that uh, honestly? Is this just a, a selfish, narcissistic endeavor? Um, when you know, I don't want to. I don't want to provide another piece of distraction in the landscape. And I think there's much more important podcasts than mine that people could be listening to. Like, I'm. You know, I, this isn't me necessarily going towards like I'm out of this game forever. But it's where my head has been as far as what I'm devoting my time to and and I know music is important and it's not just a distraction and I am trying to you know shine a light as much as I can on just how incredible the grassroots talent is that gets ignored and and struggle and the people who struggle to find a living but bring so much beauty into the world um, and I as I said, an existential podcast. I am been wondering what I really want to do with this. Um, and also the amount of time that I want to devote to this versus things that, and issues that matter. 
Um, this week I've committed to making calls for Bernie every night. If it's a half hour or an hour, it's, um, if you're interested in it, it's a pretty simple script. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get into on this, why I'm backing Bernie Sanders firmly, but I, if, uh, what I'm planning to do, uh, tomorrow night is my democratic caucus is or the the local democratic party is having their um i'm learning the process but it's basically uh figuring out who's going to be delegates to go to the dnc convention for bernie and i've already met uh one person and i actually follow her quite a bit on twitter and i'm gonna go see uh what she uh, i'm just gonna go see what this whole process is and i'm gonna try to document it as best i can with uh, my audio equipment here and uh, so that I'm hoping to maybe pull some something out of with a show. Uh, the other um, issue that, like I said, was weighing on my mind a lot before was climate change. And as I go more into like what I feel, however I feel I can contribute to that, or as I'm learning about that, um, I would like to put some time into that on the show. And lastly, the uh, one thing that sort of rattled my cage out of nowhere last Friday as I was, you know, I've been contemplating doing this whole rambling thing for a while, but um, on Friday, I, uh, I keep an eye on the local listings of auditions for Northeastern Ohio. It's called the Neopal list, and it's just sort of everyone sends in like this is what's going on, and I, something caught my eye at the Cleveland Public Theater at CPT, and the uh, play is called Voces, uh, Voces Voices, and <clears throat> it's based on a lot of interviews and firsthand accounts, and it's an amal amalgamations and dramatizations of real people talking about their experiences with the U.S.-Mexico border, and I... It was basically they needed to replace someone who had dropped out for whatever reason. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> and I'm recording this just shy of midnight on January. Well, when it turns midnight, I'll be releasing this on January 7th, I imagine. Um, so uh, the show uh, is uh, about, or my part in it that I was up for is an immigration attorney and I essentially, the context for it, the way I read it, seemed like I was, you know, I just placed myself in as this attorney sitting in his home office, recounting the, the whole arc of his career from, you know, where it started to where it is now. Um, throughout it, his mother, a German Jewish immigrant, will interject and her story gets interwoven into why he's an immigration uh, attorney. And... I did a cold read of it. I got the script on Friday. I sent in my headshot and a little cover letter with my resume. Also, the caveat that I basically haven't really done theater much in the last 10 years or so, just out of when I lived in New York. If you weren't trying to make it, there wasn't really a lane for you. If you were just like, oh, I like doing acting, I'm not necessarily trying to build a career out of this so anyway uh i wrote that in my letter it turned out the the uh writer who was i would be auditioning for 
is friends with someone I knew from my years in uh, the Upright Citizens Brigade, the Upright Citizens Brigade uh, improv classes, and who actually, uh, Seth Lind, who went on to do work for the Serial podcast and produces something pretty cool that I, another, like I said, the podcast landscape is so massive. He does a fictionalized uh, serial uh, sci-fi comedy. Uh, I don't know if it's improvised or not, called Mission to Zix, Mission to XYZ, uh, or XYX, I forget. Uh, Zix, possibly, whatever. You'll find it. Seth Lind, uh, this is really going off the rails here with plugging what I'm getting into is anyway. So I had these coincidences with the director, but um, I read the script cold and they sent it to me with Deb on Friday. And by the end of it, just reciting it and, and letting the words wash over me, I was literally in tears and it, it was a, it was a profoundly moving experience. Um, And, so I spent all of Saturday and Sunday running it and rehearsing it. I had uh, my buddy Roger Hill shout out. He was a uh, former get the former guest who was the director of an excellent movie Huckleberry. Everyone check that out on Amazon Prime. Uh, but I I had him over. He's a neighbor of mine, and I said I'm trying to do this audition, and I'm really thinking of it as like being very. Na- I want to be naturalistic and imagining as just being in an interview subject in a documentary, which is something he did before he made Huckleberry. And thank, I wanted, so I just want to give a big shout out to him because I, I ran the whole play for him. And then we talked about uh, where might be a good s- slice to use for the audition. And then, um, so I, I did my, the audition and it was actually my very first um, uh, it, video chat audition i don't know if anyone is you know a newer actor out there or more current actor in my audience but i a i didn't realize that was a thing i mean it makes sense it just hadn't occurred to me that it would be adopted but uh it was definitely i made sure to you know apply one of the things that uh, i learned from a fellow musician early on when i was very green starting to play music now I'm not that I'm brown, but uh, the, he uh, he said, you know, always practice how you're going to play, which is to say, if you're going to be standing up when you are playing a show, then you should be at home with your guitar standing up. And the more you can mimic whatever environment you're going to be in, you should do that. So I, you know, made myself figure out like, okay, what's a good framing for my webcam to be. Uh, and you know that and just rehearsed and got used to that as a medium and um, I'm very I'm just happy to say it paid off because uh, I can't remember the last time I really really wanted something when I had you know an opportunity to audition for it and I put in the work and it, it worked out for me like for whatever reason I was up a lot against a lot of folks um, you know I'm you know, I feel for whoever didn't get this because I've I've been in those shoes, and if they appreciated the material as much as I do, uh, then I you know I feel for them. Anyway, so yes, the good news is uh, I came in on the uh, Sunday night actually, which is another nice thing, not having to wait for an answer. 
I have been cast in the show. It will be running uh, as part of the Entry Point Festival at the Cleveland Public Theater on January 23rd to the 25th. I will put up links in uh, the footnotes for this episode at bzdug.com slash podcast. And uh, it, it looks like it's going to be a pretty incredible lineup of shows. Uh, I know I have my work cut out for me and uh, doing, a, I believe, seven-page monologue. Uh, with, uh, Like I said, there's a few interjections from another character, but the... Uh, it's it's all on me for seven pages, and uh, it's definitely not something I have had to pull off before on stage. And I'm very thrilled at the challenge, uh, especially as this, with some minor exceptions that I've done since I've been back in uh, Obama's Kids Playwriting Festival, which is that. I mean, that's fun. Everyone should go check that out. And if you're in if you ever thought about acting, go go do that. It's basically you're acting out plays made by kids from K through eighth grade, and the younger they are, the crazier they are. It's awesome. Um, but this is the first real thing uh, I have been cast in in Cleveland as far as um, working uh, with a with a really strong writing team and a, and, a, and a director, and I and I imagine a pretty strong cast. For uh, what I, after I looked into it, I'm like, wow, I didn't even, I, I'm glad I didn't really look into it until after I had been cast in it, what, like, you know, the full entry point uh, thing was. I knew CPT, but this is like a whole several days of festivals, and there's audience feedback with the creators and performers, so... Uh, I'm really, really honored, and I'm also proud to say it's paying. So, hey, I, I feel like I'm on my way. I'm a professional actor, technically, for the moment. Um, anyway, so that is going to be eating up my time, but I will hopefully be having on at least the the writer, the man who auditioned me, and is, oh, in addition to he's friends with uh, my buddy Seth Lind, he is married to another friend of mine, Al- Alana uh, and, and he, I guess he, I found this out cause he apparently Facebook stalked me. So, uh, I was cool with that because they're cool people and he's a cool dude and he, he's the reason I'm cast. Um, but I gotta say, I'm really, really, and it was a kind of a privilege to talk to the writer and, and I couldn't help kissing his ass a little bit, but it wasn't kissing ass cause I meant it was that the, the piece I'm a part of, uh, it was just a truly moving arc and it's really well written the way uh, a story will build and build intention and then, you know, snap, something will happen just perfectly to alleviate that tension. And then it builds back up again. And it really, I think it really sticks with you. And I'm really, I can't emphasize enough how uh, proud I am to be a part of this. And um, I'm to the point where I'm just, yeah, unabashedly like I can promote this. I'm sure it's going to be good, which you know, that's another reason why the podcast I've been, I've been like, Oh, I want to get, Oh, mm. it's like I said, this is sort of just an impromptu. This is a state of the podcast an existential crisis where I've, I've just been, uh, really feeling the weight of the world, really getting rattled by it and wondering what I should be focused on this play things sort of came out of the blue and really 
just reignited, you know, a, 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 a long dormant passion of mine, which is acting, which is really like the first artistic medium after just doodling in a notebook that I took, I took up and, and it steered my life in a lot of important directions. And to be back in that, uh, out of nowhere when, you know, I, I feel like before that happened, I was in kind of a dark place just being like, uh, what am I even doing? I'm not a, I'm not a good musician. I'm not, you know, my podcast is this this little thing. And, 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 you know, just all, all the negativity was spilling into me. I don't know why I, you know, I see people who, you know, will, will, I'm just bad at like communicating this. And I, I don't know if it's, I, I just have a reticence to ask for help. And I'm usually, the other thing too, is I don't, I don't really think that's, something I value as much as like when I have personal connections and people to lean on. And Deb has been such a great person to be with. The only pitfall we suffer is that sometimes we share a brain so much that we'll both get into those like, Oh, everything's terrible at the same time. And, um, but I think we're good at, at calling each other out on it when it's like, no, you're doing, you're doing good and you need to keep, keep with it. And I love her to death. And if I'm going to ramble and rant and get romantic, I will I will stop at the end of this and say, I love you, Deb. And if you are one of my listeners, um, you're asleep right now. You have a terrible, terrible headache. And that was why I was like, oh, I can squeeze in a podcast of me ranting and rambling in the bedroom while everybody's asleep. And yeah, um, keep disparaging myself from ranting and, and rambling. I, I think I've been pretty coherent. Um, <laughs> I don't know who it's, it's a weird, it's such a strange thing to be talking into the microphone and not know who you're talking to and not waiting for them to interject or a reaction. I'm just sitting here letting my thoughts move as fast as they can out of my mouth, which is useful for me, or at least it, it's, it's closer to what is, is gets closer to helping me fully articulate things that I want to, that I struggle with when I sit down to write. But this, you know, one thing about the podcast, I don't know if it's apparent or not, but I, I never uh, do the intros just improvise with maybe once or twice. I, I just whipped out something because I had to, but usually I can't because I'm like, oh, I was thinking about that and I didn't talk about this and I didn't talk about that. Um, yeah. So if I've covered everything that I know has been weighing on my mind, it's, you know, climate change, the 2020 election and the general just well-being of my family and, and being with them, being present with them. And then how much time I want to devote to, you know, extracurriculars that matter. And I guess where I'd close that is just to say that the podcast still matters to me, but I can't really make commitments right now as to the frequency. And I certainly don't think I'm, you know, I'm not sure how soon I'll be getting back to interviewing other musicians on a regular basis. It's not going to go away as a feature of the show, 
but in general, I think I'm going to be taking on a bit more of a free form schedule with this as opposed to every Monday giving you uh, a musician, which is, I didn't totally achieve that in 2019, but it was my goal once I sort of committed to it was to get a musician out at least every week uh, or thereabouts. Going forward, it's going to be just a shift and it's going to give me more freedom to make sure if I put something together, I'm not just doing it out of a a rush, arbitrary obligation. And lastly, before I go, I do want to thank all of my patrons for the show, Uh, specifically Michael McFarlane and Michael Hornsby. You two are the originals. You are awesome. They are also excellent musicians uh, for anyone following me through here. This is the uh, pluggable part of everything. And um, I also, obviously, a big shout out will go to my cousin, Rich, who is also a great podcaster in his own right. He is definitely someone I have to get on the show at some point. We can just do some sort of swap cast thing. And lastly, my boss, Pat Walsh, who uh, I'm also happy to report has, uh, he's my highest level patron, actually. And also, so I've already plugged his show or plugged uh, our business, uh, his business at in a previous episode. But um, he took me up when I said, uh, hey, what if we produced a podcast focused on WordPress? And he was like, great, make it happen. So I guess I'm technically an executive producer on another podcast, which as that gets closer, I will definitely have some episode swap cast to present that and hopefully uh, lots more fun things to come, but I can't say exactly when they'll come and what they'll be. All right. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.